Good morning. Welcome to Morning Java, brought to you as always by our friends at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where they are doing curbside delivery. You order on your Giant Eagle app, roll down the window, wait for your food. They bring it right to you. Can't get any easier than that. Ramon Foster joining me from Hendersonville, Tennessee, which I understand you pretty much traversed by foot all day long. Is that correct? That's what it seems like, man. And it looked like it in one of my videos I have also. <laughs> That's a rough ending to that video. I've seen it. Is. It is, man. But when you put that work, man, I guess it's how it's supposed to look. That that took me back to my my college 110 yard sprints and doing heels afterwards for walk. Uh, it, it took me back to big snack at the end of the uh, <laughs> at the end of the opening <laughs> I mean, sprints. And eventually. <laughs> Eventually, those became so R-rated that they banished reporters from watching them. Remember, we'd watch from the top of the hill, yeah. and then one year, we just weren't there anymore. Yeah, it <laughs> it was. was. Like, you are not here to watch Casey Hampton No. the opening day sprints. The best thing is when you get when you graduate to not, to not having to do it. I'm telling That's you, that, that is the best. I'll never forget when Coach Tomlin came to me and was like, uh, you can do two and just stop. That's what? It. That's it. <laughs> and, and that's the difference between a really good coach and one that just wants to bring pain, man. That's the one when he sends you over to the Ben Lane, you know, the one all the way over to the right. And you just, yeah. go, just go over there. You just go over there with Ben. It's cool, you know. And then Ben, yeah. like, the best part is just that Ben acts like he's really going hard. <laughs> but no one's counting how many times he goes, you know. Yeah. Anyway, anyway let, let's talk about uh, – the, the National Football League has, and the National Football League Players Association, of which you were a, a union rep here in Pittsburgh, have reached an agreement to not have preseason games. And, and I'm not going to lie, as much as I respect the players' viewpoint on this, man, there's a part of me that's, you know, no games, and then all of yeah. a sudden the opener? I mean, you, you know what? You say that, and I honestly gave my pain on that on one of the calls, too. And it might bode bad for some guys, and I get it. And it, But I think if you come to the understanding of what this year is going to be, it's going to be a bunch of guys that's always already been on rosters. The rookies are going to learn under fire, okay? And I say already on roster because uh, I had a conversation with Marquise. He was like, Mo, you might have retired at the wrong time because during this <laughs> pandemic, guys are just going to make the team. And I had to think to myself, like, He's kind of right. You kind of got to go with what you no, know. I don't go there. But, but, I'll, I, <laughs> but I'll say two things on that, too. One, it's good for guys who are vets. And honestly, you're going to be walked into a position. But it's also bad for guys who don't get an opportunity to actually display their talents as far as your late round and your undrafted round guys like myself. Okay? That's, that's, that's the double-edged sword right there. But I mentioned that on the call also, getting back to the topic, that the year that I, I hurt my knee in camp, I had no preseasons whatsoever. And I know I'm a vet and I know how to handle those situations, but to come back from an injury, no preseason games, and to start week number one. In Cleveland, I remember it. And on the road, mm -hmm. I went through that, and that was the year, it was my last year, honestly, that I didn't miss any games. I think I played over 1,200 reps that season. Um, my position's different from a guy that's running and stopping, cutting, running, catching the ball, taking hits over the middle. I do acknowledge that. But 
Um, young guys are going to have to lean on older guys a whole lot to figure out how to be pros early, early on during this, uh, these strange times. Now, when people generally think of the, the, the common fan thinks about the preseason, heck, I think about it this way myself. Uh, I, I think about reps for starters. Yeah. And, and sometimes, let's be honest, we reduce the game of football to nothing more than the reps for the starting quarterback. Yeah. Okay. Now, your starting quarterback hasn't played football in a while. Yeah, his first snap in anger is going <laughs> to be in the season opener um, on Monday night. On Monday night, and and well, I mean, empty stadium and all, but I mean, it's a different world. But yeah, Monday night with the whole world watching, nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the ratings will be through the roof, <laughs> and he will not have had a chance to realistically acclimate himself. Fully, I don't think with Deontay Johnson in particular. I, I know mm-hmm. they liked, I, I know they hit it off somewhat in Latrobe and everything last year, but Deontay yeah. still wasn't Deontay then. Um, you know, James Washington hit it off more with Mason Rudolph than he did mm-hmm. with Ben to that mm-hmm. point, if you'll recall. Uh, and then, of course, Chase Claypool and anybody else is, is, isn't even a consideration, like you just said, because of the, the rookie factor and, and knowing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I, that's going to be – you know that's going to be what people are focused most on is for not having preseason games. It is, but the other side of that is everybody's doing the exact same thing. Yeah. And I'll say this too is uh, I, I truly believe that the good teams gradually get better over the season. We've left the tropes sometimes, and you've seen them. We go two and two the first four games. Heck, it's when sometimes we go four, oh, and four or one and three, and then you gradually get better. That's what's well, the game. Happen. The game you the game you just referenced coming back from your injury was, from was the one that really jumps out. It was a tie in Cleveland <laughs> back when that was still really, really uncool. it it is I I, I think a a lot of things are going to have to happen one teams are going to have to get better during the season you have to play it out okay as much as you can and I think if coaches are smart they got to tweak a lot that's going on uh I think it's going to be high intensity because it's needed we're talking about acclimation it's got to be high intense quick okay guys are probably going to be able to get more reps in a very short compressed timeline that's gonna have to happen because you need reps you need those hey if they if it is blitz pickup uh guys are gonna have to get a lot more reps in those periods you won't have a whole lot of teach time on the field is um if a young guy messes up okay move on that's gotta happen very fast because like you said that acclimation period of being under fire uh, at least this year, training camp is going to seem a lot like game day too. Considering I was, fans, that, right? that was actually the only other thing I was going to bring up in this segment is that you have a head coach who believes in physical contact, yes. uh, who believes in who believes in it in Latrobe, who believes in it in in day two in Latrobe. Yes. Okay, yes. I mean he makes sure that he hears pads on day two. Um, <laughs> I could see a scenario where at Heinz Field, with all those bodies there and one field, one grid, yeah that I think you're going to see some scrimmaging over there. And I think you're going to see some guys banging bodies. I really do. And considering you said putting on one field, I think you're going to see one versus the scout team simultaneously. I think you're going to have both of them going because you have to. And I know everybody like you're running guys into the ground. What is it? 40 odd days that that they got to be able to make this happen and get into the best playing shape. These guys can, and, 
I've been one of those guys, man, you can run as much as you want to. <laughs> we actually were writing it down in our journals from the spring. The last day of spring, we were writing down, remember the first three days of camp. You're going to be tired. You're going to be sore. <laughs> no matter how good No matter you what you did to prepare. Oh, yeah. De Castro is infamous for it. He'll hold up his notebooks. Remember this guy? <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, you're right. That's, that's what happens in camp. So football condition, you kind of lose a little bit of your cardio because you got to get hard and you stop, stop, stop and go, stop and go, stop and go instead of just running. So it's going to be a lot of that. We might have six different cameras running at the same time on the yeah. field, mm-hmm. getting stuff in because I got to see what Claypool – was it Claypool is able yeah. to do? I got to see what Dotson can do. Okay, Chooks, you on field one. Zach, you on field two. I need to see both of y'all doing the exact same thing. And now switch. Yeah, like, move, move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's strange, but I'll say this too. Aren't you delighted that it's going on? I can't on? wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Honestly, I, I can't wait. Uh, I, I'm, I'm greedy, but I've had now – I've had now a couple of weeks of being around the Pirates at PNC Park. I've had a couple of weeks of being around the Penguins up in Cranberry. I, I'm ready for the other one. I am. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, it it's going to be fun. It's going to be a little and, different, and, obviously, but it's going to be fun. Yeah. I can't and I'll, I'll say this on the joking side, too. When have you ever seen the Pirates, Penguins, and the Steelers at the same time? With the, the same Pirates. time. With the at the Pirates. same time. I know. The whole thing is nuts. I know. It's, it's just a different world. It is. It is. And I'm looking forward to it. Selfishly, I am looking forward to it with the concern of the guy's health. Same as you are, and I hope everybody else too. But I know guys are eager as you are too. And uh, it's good that they're coming to a uh, sort of uh, an, an agreement through this whole thing. Okay, just say what you just said now in the break. Go ahead. I, I, I said to you, <laughs> did you see that our guy retired? Yeah, and I, and I had to think for a second because I don't take Antonio Brown retiring remotely seriously. Yeah. There's an official count on these, by the way. This was the fourth. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, it's the fourth. There's there's some guy, uh, uh, so, some national NFL writer who actually had dates next to <laughs> next to all four of them. You, you can't tell me that if a team didn't call him tomorrow, that he wouldn't yeah. pick up and say, "I am right there." That's not retiring. <laughs> that's true because if somebody called me i'm like you know what i can refer you to somebody okay that's what I, that's what? what i'm saying that's retiring okay yeah. you've cleared your head you've written about it in your, in your column that's up on our site this morning you you've shared the emotions that are involved in everything else yeah. he isn't retired he's still running routes you can look at all on his social media every other post is running routes who runs uh, routes when they're retired i don't i don't know okay okay so i'm gonna play his side, okay, because that is my guy. I have a relationship. I know, with him, I know. Man, I'm a, I'm a defender. Maybe this time he's gotten to a point to where he's okay with it, okay. But we've seen this happen before. Like you said, he said it before, not only from him but also from other players. When Gronk said he was done, I was like, oh, okay, I'll believe him. And then he's back. So uh, me knowing him and his competitive spirit. Uh, his wanting to be the best, one of the best who ever do it. And our era from, what are we going from, 2010 at least, to at least, 
I mean, even in his last year, he was still doing some stuff. You're like, okay, yeah, we're going to keep I, I would argue, I would argue, and this was – and you were down on the field, and I was way up at the top of the Superdome in New Orleans. I would argue that that game against the Saints was the best I have oh. ever seen Antonio Brown play. Oh, that my. Is not, that is not an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. That is one of the best teams in the National Football League, and yes. they had no <laughs> – answer they nothing. had nothing I, I I don't know that I'd ever seen a wide receiver and I'm not it's not taking no credit away from Ben and what you guys did up yeah. front to give Ben the time because everything clicked for the offense that day yeah but not like 84 man no not what he was doing I'll take it even further so I'm, I'm uh I'll, I'll now since I'm retired I'll, I'll look at football okay I used to see NFL never oh, whatever I'm not looking at that so I, I stopped last night to watch the Jaguars and us, uh, the 2017 playoff game. And it was, two, I know it's Why? gritty. And I, I changed it before it actually, you know, went left. But it was in the fourth quarter. And A.B.'s going against arguably the best corner in the game, Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, a, yeah. Ran a slant on a bam. I'm like, this guy is that good. But not only that, it was fourth and five, Okay. Le'Veon, it was third and five, and uh, Ben was under pressure and threw it to Le'Veon, didn't have it. Ben waved off, and we go for it. And I remember myself thinking during that game, we're really going for this. Ben throws it, and if I think it was Bouye who was on A.B. He's grabbing his shoulder pads, yeah, yeah. The entire, and A.B. reaches out and grabs it. I'm like, that guy is good. And I you do. don't realize it because of all the stuff going on in front of you at the time. But if he did on retirement, oh, you mean watching it? Yeah, I see what you're watching saying. Watching yeah, yeah, it, yeah. yes. Yeah, the film. The film is different. The TV copy of what he did on that one pass was insane. Okay, so if they did call him, you know, considering everything else that he got to clear up, I'm with you. He's still running routes. He still got it. Um. <laughs> I'm with it. You know what the, that that bridge that bridge in Pittsburgh has obviously been burned. Uh, when it's not easy to get um, Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin each separately to publicly say no, that that ship has sailed. Um, but that that's definitely happening. The only reason I say this because there's still people in Pittsburgh and they look and they go, oh yeah, couldn't they just? Couldn't they just? <laughs> But they, but they can't, can they? There's, there's just he, no way. I don't think in Pittsburgh, but I do see somebody somewhere, as I said before, with this unusual year, you got to go with what you know. Oh, that's a good point. And, and if there's an opportunity that this uh, commission exemption list can be lifted or his agent pulls some strings, we you know. need to drop the four games or whatever that is, yeah. Exactly. We know what he can pull off and how good he is. That's all I'll leave it up to. And I'm with you by saying retired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all relative. I mean, again, he, you have to look at the different places where he could possibly end up. I know Tampa Bay looked like something because of Brady, but then Bruce was like, no, Bruce Arians. I saw that. He doubled down on it twice, by the way. He Bruce – and, and as only he can, too, in a way that wasn't exactly corporate speak, okay? No. Where Bruce no. was just like, which part of no are you not getting, you know? It's, it's not going to happen here. Uh, but you're right. Can, there are 30 other franchises. I could see Washington or uh, Carolina. I mean, 
I'd, I'd even go as far as saying Atlanta somewhere. You know, somewhere like those NFC, what is the NFC South teams? I could see that being a, a, a thing. I, I think you could also see something that would be kind of oddballish, like the Jets. Don't laugh. Because they, no, I, they, they could go to Lev, they could talk to him, and they could say, look, we're trying to get some confidence in, in, in our quarterback yes. here. Uh, who they who they, they believe in Sam Darnold. They just do. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, yeah. and, and I, I don't know that they shouldn't. So I'm not saying that even cynically. Mm-hmm. Maybe they could say, hey, you know, we have somebody right here on yep. campus that we can go and talk to. And, and I think Lev would stand up for him. Uh, absolutely. Because you know? he know the work ethic and he know what comes on game day. And for those reasons, I see one or two veteran receivers going down and him getting a call or at That's least – a tryout. Somewhere. You know, the other thing is, Moan, is that New York teams, they think they can handle anybody. <laughs> oh, no, he won't act like that in New York. No, not in New York. There's no way. We're, we're too York. tougher. We're, we're bigger than any athlete. They, they come here yeah. and we'll just shrink the guy. That's, you know. And you, we'll you know what? He, he has a, an extended family there, like you said, with Le'Veon there. Oh, I didn't there. know that. Okay. And, 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 no, I'm just saying, like, with former guys, Le'Veon and Willie Colon is there, too. So mm-hmm. you, you speak about surrounding him with familiar people. Mm-hmm. One vouch could do it. There are two things that are certain in football life. One is that EA's Madden game will screw up everybody's ratings. And two is that everyone will be really, really upset about it. Now, I, I mean, I get it. The, 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 the Steelers' defensive ratings became a national topic, and they should. They're yeah. a joke. A hundred percent. But why, what's the big deal? I mean, why don't they just find another video game to play if they acknowledge that this one stinks? You know? Because, DK, you don't understand, okay? I'm here to break this down, and it might sound All ludicrous. Right. Okay, but when you get that game, which by the way, that game is like fifty plus dollars, and it sells over million a million units. Okay, so imagine the revenue on that. Okay, but also is over a million people who are getting that video game who judge you off of what you do on that game, DK. And if your ratings are subpar, people will tell you. And guys hearing fans say, hey, man, you are a 70 speed. When you know in your mind, man, I am the second fastest guy on my team. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You need to put some respect <laughs> on my name, okay? It's huge. Getting the cover is huge. But also being an X-Factor player because the people who enjoy seeing you on TV also enjoy winning with you on that game. They're okay. the same people, okay? And, and when you say – Okay, I had somebody tell me once before that a certain baseball player was mad about his height and his weight, okay? And he said he had to tell them after they announced him, hey, I'm actually 180. I'm not 160 anymore, okay? Because you put in work to be better. And if you slight me on my rating, there's a problem to be had about that, man. Okay, all right. It, now, it, now let's, let's go inside the personalities here. Okay. Because Everyone on your defense got slighted. Everyone yes. across the board, individually, never mind the defense as a whole, never mind ignoring a defense that had 38 takeaways and everything else. Yes. Everyone got jobbed. TJ got jobbed. Uh, Minka got jobbed. Cam got jobbed. Now, TJ, I could see very much as being the kind who could be playful about it. But the other two are the ones that I want to bring up. 
okay? Because you're going to have two extremes here. And correct me if I'm wrong here. Okay. You're going to have Cam who will be legitimately upset. And then you're going to have Minka who will legitimately not care in the yes, slightest. Uh, no. Okay. Why is that? Because I'll say this and I'll say this to everybody. Everything Cam Hayward is doing is pushing for either Super Bowl ring and a Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Yeah. Okay. And his stats need to reflect what work he's put in on that field. He's Which now is not above, easy as an interior defensive lineman. It's absolutely not, not. He's moved up that cusp. Okay, now I got recognized. Now Cam probably is in that boat. Y'all need to consider me for defensive player of the year. And my Madden ratings need to reflect that also, okay? <laughs> he needs to have the same recognition as Aaron Donald does on that game. When you're running up the middle, he's stopping. He's not all that. So I, I say those two things. Minka, I think, is genuinely just too young to really care, honestly. And he's focusing on being great, getting to Cam's point. See, I, Minka, Minka, to me, is just an adult. Like, he, I, I don't even – I think you're giving him actually too much credit. With the, <laughs> I, I think, I think Minka, Minka's just the grown-up in the room. Even though, he's, even though he's a child, he's the grown-up in the yeah. room. You know what I'm saying? He, he is, but I think when he finds his talent growing, going into autopilot, I think he can focus on that a little bit more. Cam was probably too focused early on to care about it. Now he's like, okay, I'm established, and you need to give me all of my respect. And you know what? I'm okay with that, too, because it's, it's some stuff you see on there, like speed is what? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that and part's then, a shame because those are facts. And, and that, yeah. that's, like, that, that's not even an objective thing. But it's hard to tell what it is that they use because – um, w when you look at whatever passes for objective analytics, I mean, you and I have had fun here on this at the expense of pro football mm -hmm. focus, but, <laughs> but pro football focus is top three rated defensive players in the entire national football league were number three, TJ Watt, number two, Cam Hayward, and number one, Aaron Donald. Yes. That, I saw that. Is a, that is a list you can live with. Yes, 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 you can. But on the other side of these ratings, you have guys dealing with the aspect of, did you play football, sir? Do you know how I play on Sundays? You have none, sometimes none, football players making you ratings for guys. You saw them. You saw these dudes standing on the sideline. Last time, by the way, that we talked about this on Java, these guys started, they started taking clips from it and, yeah. and slamming us on social media. So here we are, fellas. Come at us again, kids. Coming at us again. So <laughs> I think that's the other side of it. And I think guys realize that, hey, you can make this game do whatever you want it to. And I feel like I'm an 85, but you give me a 72. There, that's not fair to me. So mm -hmm. I, I laugh at it now because I think you see the skill guys and uh, all defensive players hate it. Okay, <laughs> those mm -hmm. two because it's there. There are they. Their position is a direct reflection of their own field play. And if I've been killing it and you don't acknowledge it, I think there was a safety in uh, Denver who's been really killing. I don't know his name, but amongst the DB community, this guy has been killing it for a while. And I don't think his rating reflected uh, his play on the field. No, it's funny how that stuff works, too. Uh, I had a – this was about a year ago. I had a good talk with uh, Alejandro Villanueva. Mm -hmm. um, 
about his role models when he looks around the NFL at his yeah. position. Man, they were not the names. Nope. That you're used to hearing. Nope. Um, they were they were not the left tackles that were the big names in the business. Nope. Uh, he said maybe that's sometimes because you find somebody who is your build, your stature, has your footwork that you can you can say, all right, I can learn something from watching this guy, but maybe mm -hmm. I can't. Like if you're a center and you're trying to model your your game after Marquise Pouncey, but you can't get to the outside like yeah. you can, then find someone else to be your role model. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm uh, saying? A hundred percent. But and and the thing is, those guys are very solid in the league, but they don't get the recognition because you go after the sexy guy that everybody knows. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a lot of the uh, compromise when you building a game and putting ratings on people that holistically around the league, like Al said, man, I respect the hell out of that guy. Yeah. But nobody recognizes it. Well, that's like, again, to, to go back to that, if he says, I, I, you know, my guy is Jonathan Ogden, well, guess what? You're not a human redwood. <laughs> yeah. okay? All Jonathan Ogden had to do was exist, and you yeah. weren't getting to the quarterback. Do you know, and, and it's funny that you say that. I've had a lot of young guys come to me after the game like, man, I love your game. And you know what? They are under the radar guys who have jobs and have had jobs for a long time. You talking on the other team, other teams? Yeah, on other teams, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay. You see guys after this, and it's, it's been some guys that I didn't know, like, facially. And they've been like, man, I respect what you've been doing for a long time. Keep doing what you're doing. they see you on film. After they see me on film and yeah, you can say that, you know, this guy's not this, but the guys that play the game recognize that and you those those after game like dap ups and, and, and hellos and goodbyes, a lot of that happens there, man. And you see it on social media or a guy like me and TJ Lang now communicating. Well, he's not communicating with me because I played against him against him in their division. Well, he's seen me on film and he's seen my work mm -hmm. and I've seen his work. And there's a, a, a big uh, respect factor that goes beyond, um, I hate the, the, the sexy, well-known players mm -hmm. uh, on the, in, this league, in this league. Well, maybe those should be the guys doing the ratings. Although you just give yourselves all 99s, wouldn't you? Like everybody would be like, <laughs> no, no, because you see <laughs> one or two and you're like, yeah, he's getting what? Yeah, that's <laughs> been a good free agent year. <laughs> it happens. Okay.